Our reading from the Hebrew Testament is Psalm 16, verse 5. You, Lord, are all I have, and you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. Our contemporary reading is by Morgan Harper Nichols. And in those moments where the sun is setting and the house is quiet and you are weary from the day, may you know that there is grace for you in that space and no amount of heaviness or loneliness can take that away. And because of that grace, you are free to slow down. You are free to breathe and rest no matter the things not sorted out. There might be some mystery here and there might be longing, wondering and waiting, but there will be boundless peace that goes beyond any understanding, running wild like a river through everything, no matter how heavy those moments feel. So rest easy when everything is approaching. Tomorrow is surely coming, but in the hours in between, you are free to rest till then. This is the word of God for the people of God. This is a pandemic story, but to tell it, I must go back to the beginning. I was born into an active family of four in Torrance, California. My brother and sister were 11 and 13 when I was born. All of us attended Torrance High School. Dawn and I were high school sweethearts, as were my parents. We married after five and a half years of dating at the ripe old age of 22. We thought we were so grown up. We have two daughters, Alyssa and Katie. In 2018, after settling my mother and father's estate, we moved to Oregon to be close to the girls. But I'm getting ahead of myself. This is a story about how our future is in God's hands. And sometimes he has to teach us the same thing over and over. In 2002, about a month into a kitchen remodeling project, Dawn, aged 41, was diagnosed with head and neck cancer. It was a shocker to say at least. After surgery, he underwent seven and a half weeks of radiation lost 50 pounds, some hearing, and most of his salivary glands. To speak of his tenacity, Don continued to work full-time in software sales while having great difficulty eating and speaking. The girls, aged 15 and 12 at the time, had lived through two major events in their young lives. Needless to say, these upheavals rocked all of us. However, through it all, God was there too. Our church family, some cancer survivors themselves, stepped forward with love, compassion, and prayer. We felt hope in seeing them stand before us, alive and vital. God was with me when I didn't have the strength to care for Dawn, our daughters, manage the remodeling, and cook scrambled eggs in a wok. Yes, it can be done. At times, I was angry and blamed God, and at other times, I knew he was right by my side. For example, several nights when I really didn't want to cook or wash dishes in the bathtub, a friend would unexpectedly bring dinner by. If it weren't for cancer, we wouldn't have known how much 
we were truly loved by so many people. In 2004, we started a cancer support group, His Hands, a supportive care program dedicated to providing practical support, spiritual aid, and encouragement to those touched by cancer through God's healing love. It was a way to make a difference, give back, and make something good come out of something bad. Dawn recovered, began a new normal, started a company, saw our girls graduate, marry, and even cared for my parents as their health diminished. Flash forward to Oregon in 2008. Dawn's health began to deteriorate. I'm sorry, in 2018. Dawn's health began to deteriorate. The old saying, the cure is worse than the disease, certainly applied. He was fortunate to find a great team of doctors at OHSU. In September 2018, they, recovered, they recommended surgery to insert a feeding tube. This, we hoped, would halt the many bouts of pneumonia caused by food entering his lungs. In December 2019, Don began to have breathing difficulties, which meant surgery again to snip a vocal cord to allow him to breathe this time. The cost? He would have a whisper of a voice. March, 20, March 10th, 2010, 2020. Don was not well. It looked like another pneumonia. Fever, shortness of breath. After a trip to the doctor to get antibiotics, he wasn't improving. So early the next morning, he was admitted to the hospital. As you know, only a week before, a new virus had begun taking hold of the nation. The first COVID-19 case in Oregon was discovered at Forest Hills Elementary, a mile from home. Needless to say, COVID was the obvious sub suspect. Don spent a total of 10 days in the hospital. Thankfully, the COVID test was negative. We saw firsthand how brave the team of nurses and doctors enter entered his room to try to figure out what was going on. Don had two drains put in his lung, one with and one without anesthesia when he became unconscious. He spent days in ICU and the feeding tube was rerouted to bypass his stomach and further eliminate the possibility of a 13th pneumonia. What a ride. But God was there too. A social worker called at just the right time to talk no visitors were allowed at the end of his hospital stay. Again, our new church family showed up and we hadn't even officially joined. You, you showed up with prayers, compassion, love, meals, visits, and even a big pot of tulips carried to the top of our steep driveway for Dawn to lovingly gaze upon. I discovered again how much we were loved by you, our new church family. You were there in times of great need, and we will be forever grateful. I was taught again, the Lord is all we have. He gives us all we need, and our future is in his hands. 
thank you for being his hands, his ears, his loving arms, ministering, uplifting, and most of all, being family. Oh, I wanted to end with what cancer cannot do. Cancer is so limited. It cannot cripple love. It cannot shatter hope. It cannot corrode faith. It cannot destroy peace. It cannot kill friendship. It cannot suppress memories. It cannot silence courage. It cannot invade the soul. It cannot steal eternal life. It cannot conquer the spirit. Cancer is so limited. Thank you.